What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock inch Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I am going to answer two questions with one story. When we do live What If World stories, I often put two, three, four, even five What If questions together to make one super awesome, wacky story. And since I've got so many questions from you kids that I want to answer, this is like the only way I can get caught up. So, Show and Emmett, thank you so much for your questions. We're going to start with Joe's because he said his first. Oh, and if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I really apologize. <laughs> I really love your question, though. Let's hear it. What's your first name? Sure. Um, what do you like? Aliens. You like aliens? What's your question? What if humans found an alien spaceship and stored in the alien spaceship? What if astronauts found an alien spaceship? Bye. All right. What if humans found an alien spaceship? Really cool. I mean, it wouldn't be much fun finding a spaceship if you didn't get to use a spaceship at some point. Hmm. Okay, now let's listen to Emmett's question. I hope they really make sense and tie together super well. Let's see. Hi, my name is Emmett. I like building things, and I want to know if houses built themselves. Thank you. Bye. Emmett, that is an awesome question. What if houses built themselves? I've never had a thought like that. Well, until you said it, that is. Okay, so what if houses built themselves, and what if humans found an alien spaceship? Oh, man. Those two questions don't seem related at all, do they? Hmm. Can any of you folks at home guess how our story is going to go today? I don't even know yet. Let's find out. In the sleepy little town of Howville, Zack and Zizi lived in a tiny cottage. Zizi, said Zack. Do you think someday we'll live in a house big enough that we each get our own bedroom? I don't know, Zack, said Zizi. I mean, houses are really expensive, but hey, at least we live right next to the park. You're right, Zizi. The park's got all the space we need. So Zack and Zizi squeezed out of their tiny room and rushed out the door. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. We're going to the park, Mama Jamma and Papa Lou. Okay, you two. Play safe. Don't talk to strangers, said Mama Jamma, and the kids were out the door. First one to the park is a rotten zombie, shouted Zack, and he took off at a sprint. Aw, Zack, I want to be the zombie. And Zizi caught up in a flash, being the big sister and all. Zizi had to slow down for just a second to open the wooden fence, but Zack slipped through a little gap between the posts and turned around to celebrate. Zizi, I won! I'm the zombie! 
Uh-huh, said Zizi, looking over Zack's shoulder. Oh, wipe that look off your face, Zizi. The little brother can win every once in a while. But Zizi just kept staring over Zack's shoulder and into the park. Zizi, what's ro- Whoa. Where the big wooden playground apparatus used to be, now stood an equally large house. Zizi, was that house there yesterday? Zack, of course it wasn't there yesterday. We were there yesterday, playing on the apparatus. Hey, look, remember how I wrote my name in Sharpie on the slide? Yeah, Zack, you shouldn't have done that. That's graffiti. Maybe that's why they tore down the whole apparatus. But Zack was already shaking his head. No, no, Zizi. Look at the door. The door was made out of the same yellow plastic the slide had been, and just in the bottom right corner, you could make out the word Zack, written in black sharpie. It's like the playground transformed into a house. Oh, Zack, don't be silly. We just got a new neighbor, that's all. And Zizi went up to knock on the yellow plastic door. But Zizi, strangers... Zack, there are new neighbors, and Papaloo's sitting on our little porch reading the paper. He can see us. Hi, Papaloo! From across the street, Papaloo looked up from his newspaper. Oh, hi there, ZZ. Play nice, okay? Don't interrupt Daddy. See, Zack, it's fine. Okay, then I'm knocking first. <laughs> Zack! And they both knocked at the same time. But no one answered. Um... Hello, we're your new neighbors. I'm Zizi, and this is my Hi, little brother Zach. Listen, we want to meet you. Zach, that's rude. So's not answering your door. And Zach turned the plastic doorknob, and the door was unlocked. The bright yellow door swung inward, revealing a big, empty house with a thin layer of mist covering the floor. Zach, you can't open the neighbor's door. Ah, Zizi, Dad's right across the street, remember? Okay, well, we need to ask him for permission before... Hey, Dad, can we go inside this strange house that popped up overnight? Okay, you do get play nicely, mumbled Papaloo, never looking up from his paper. See, it's fine, said Zack, ducking inside the house to disappear in a swirl of mist. Zack, where did you go? And Zizi ran in after him, the mist swirling about her. Zack, where are you? And she heard her voice echo back. Zach, where are you? Over here, Zizi. And again, the echo. Over here, Zizi. She saw the door close behind her, and the mist start to rise inside the house. Zack, this house is weird. Zack, this house is weird. Yeah, and echoey. Yeah, and echoey. She finally found her brother. The mist was already up to the top of his head, and she could barely see through it. He was standing in front of a big fireplace. Watch this, said Zack, and the bricks of the fireplace moved together like a mouth, saying the same words. Watch this. That's freaky, said Zizi, and the fireplace repeated. That's freaky. I kind of wanted to live here, but now I'm not sure, said Zack. And the house said, I kind of want to live here, and now I'm sure I do. Zack, that's not what you said. And the house said, 
Of course that's not what Zack said. Zizi, I think it's learning. And the house said, Zack and Zizi, I am learning. Wow. And the house said, Wow. Zack suddenly launched into a barrage of questions. Hey, are you a house from outer space? Did you build yourself? What are you, like an alien? And how are you even here? Where'd you come from? And, and... I am a house that built myself. I do not know where I am from. Maybe from outer space. I do not know how I got here. Well, what's the last thing you do remember? Did you crash land in the playground? Like you used to be a big shiny spaceship? I remember my shiny pieces being scattered all over this playground. And pieces of the playground too. Maybe I did crash. Oh, I'm sorry. I know how lonely and scary it can be being in a new place. I am not scared, and I am not alone. That's right, house. You've got me and Zizi, and we're gonna keep you company. There was a sound outside, like a tree falling. House, what was that? Don't be scared. You are safe. But Zack and Zizi ran to the window of the house anyway, and they saw half the trees in the park falling down. Howie, what's happening? Howie, yes, I like that name. Now you don't need to be scared for Howie. Howie isn't lonely anymore. Zack and Zizi watched in disbelief as all those trees seemed to shave themselves down and chop themselves up and shape themselves into new houses. What kind of alien are you? Asked Zizi. I don't know. Probably some kind of house alien. Three more houses had already popped up in the park, and they heard more trees falling down at a distance. <laughs> Howie, don't you think you have enough? I don't know what is enough. Well, you've got four houses already. And in my family, it's just me and Zizi and my mom and dad. That's four. Yeah, Howie, I don't mean to offend, but you should probably stop making houses now. I have stopped making houses, said Howie. But Zack and Zizi could plainly hear more houses being built all around the park. No, you haven't. You're chopping down more trees and building house after house. There aren't going to be any trees left in the whole town. But I'm not making those houses. My children are. Aren't your kids a little young to be making houses of their own? Asked Zizi. My children do not wish to be lonely. This is just what houses do. And still they heard the sounds of building. Zack and Zizi ran out of Howie the house. They looked out over the park to see over a dozen houses and more being built by the minute. The whole park had been stripped of every piece of wood, every fence, every tree, every stone in the ground. Even the little forest next door was starting to get chopped down. Will you ever stop? We will stop building when we are not lonely. Huh? I think I know just the thing, said Zizi and whipped out her cell phone. Meanwhile, all the way over in pirate land, Peter the Realtor was plying his craft. 
Well, you see here, Mr. Lobsterpuss, if you live in this particular lobster trap, then you don't have to be afraid of any of the other lobster traps. It's a win-win. And the eight-legged lobster puss said, Sure, it's a nice neighborhood. Plenty of scallops. Not a lot of sharks. But listen, I'm running out of oxygen in my tank, so... Ring, ring. Peter the Realtor's cell phone rang. Not so hard to answer these in the plastic bags. Hello? Peter, said Zizi. We've got a problem here in Howville. There's dozens of empty houses here, and more being made by the minute. Ooh, sounds like just my kind of problem. And Peter the Realtor used his oxygen chank to blast him right out of the ocean, leaving Lobster Puss shaking its eight long, wiggly claws at him. By the time Peter reached Howville, the houses were sort of running out of stuff to build with. There were about 30 houses in all, built in a spiraling out pattern until they took up the whole park in a little mini neighborhood of their own. Now, Zach and Zizi, please tell me you didn't plan this neighborhood. No one wants to live at the center of a giant spiral. I mean, I mean, it just looks like sci-fi alien nonsense. Well, you're not far off, Petey. And they took him inside to meet Howie. Greetings, Peter, the realtor. Oh, so you're like some kind of magic house? More like sci-fi alien nonsense, I believe. Oh, you heard that. Well, sorry. I meant no disrespect, but a house is a place where a person wants to live and be comfortable and have convenience. Convenience? Aye. First off, your house is empty. I'm not empty. I'm full of mist. Yeah, um, most people don't like living in mist. Hmm, interesting. Let me just burn away this mist, then. All the windows shot open, and the house started turning red hot. Oh, ah, what are you doing? Zack and Zizi jumped into Peter's arms, and he danced around until his pirate boots melted. <sighs> and finally, all that mist had steamed away. Petey put the kids down and then sat down himself to take off his half-melted boots. Oh, that's another thing I had to learn the hard way. People don't like houses that can cook them. You're kidding. No, no, that's the truth. Soup cauldrons, active volcanoes, nobody wants to live in them. But this is just the way we built ourselves. I know, I know, but the customer's always right. And it's gonna be hard to sell you, what with the misting and the melting and the weird alien voice. Sell me? Yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna have to sell you at half price. Oh, half price? Maybe Popaloo and Mama Jim can actually afford this house. So, Howie, what were you hoping to get for yourself? I was hoping to get a family to live here. Okay, well, if we put you on the market at 250, you'll probably move pretty fast. Would I move faster if you put me at zero? <laughs> of course you would, I mean. Then I would like to cost zero. But, um, this is my job, and I need to earn a living by helping to sell you. 
One of my children could turn itself into a pirate ship house for you. Huzzah! You've got yourself a deal, Howie. And Peter, the realtor, called every client he knew, everyone that was still looking for a house, and got them to move to Howville. Brains, 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 said Zed the zombie, unpacking his station wagon. I know, said Zizi. I'm so glad we get to be neighbors. And my house has SPF 1000 windows. No more sun burns for Cacula. <laughs> but as everybody got into their houses, they realized Peter the realtor had been right. They were packed really close together, and now there was no park for any of them to enjoy. Zizi, I wish we hadn't picked the middle house in the spiral. I know, Zack. It takes me ten minutes to ride my bike out of here. I get really dizzy in the process. They were both riding their bikes along the winding street, around and around and around as the spiral got bigger. It's just going to take so much longer to get to school now, said Zack. And then they heard a... From above, they looked up and saw Howie the house floating above them. Whoa, Howie! I heard you didn't want to be late for school, said the flying house. Um, so did you, like, remember how to be a spaceship or something? Huh? What do you mean? Oh, it's just that houses in What If World usually aren't rocket-powered, said Zizi. Oh dear, Peter's never going to be able to sell all of us now. And at that very moment, Peter flew by in his very own self-built pirate ship space house. This is the greatest day of my life! Um, I think he'll be okay, Howie. Hey, Dad, can you throw us down a ladder? Papaloo was sitting on their new front porch. He didn't even seem to realize they were flying. Okay, kids, have fun, play safe. And he turned the page of his newspaper, kicking down a little rope ladder for the kids to climb. The kids climbed up and back inside the house just as it took off towards school. Zack, Zizi, what are you doing back here in the house? You're gonna be late for school. No, it's okay, Mama. Howie's taking us to school today. And Mama Jamma went to look out the window and saw all the houses taking off out of the park and flying in their own separate directions. Zack, Zizi, what happened to all the trees in the park? Ma, we told you. The houses built themselves and they, they chopped down a lot of the trees to do it. Well, new house or not, you are planting two trees for every single one that got chopped down. Ah, Ma. Mama Jamma. No, it's the right thing, wouldn't you say, Papa Lou? Ah, oh, sure. Yeah, have a good day at work, honey. Play safe. And Papa Lou turned the page of his paper. And we only have to buy about 500 saplings, right, Papa Lou? Okay, yep, you got it. And of course, you're gonna help the kittens plant every single one now, aren't you? Suddenly, Papa Lou looked up from his newspaper. Uh, say what now? The 500 saplings. It's a lot better of a deal than buying a whole new house, wouldn't you say? Papaloo suddenly folded up his newspaper and darted for the door. You know, honey, I just realized I'm running late for work, so I gotta just... (laughs) He ran right out of the flying house. Fortunately, they were pretty close to the school, and he'd fallen face first in the schoolyard. Help. The... And...
show and Emmett, I hope you liked your story. I wasn't sure how it was going to come all together, but I'm really happy I had two super cool questions to help me build an awesome story for you. Folks at home, if you want to really contribute to What If World, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's very, very easy to do through the podcast app on your phone. We really want your honest feedback. Tell us what you like, what you want more of, and help us to grow and get found by other young listeners in the meantime. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer. Craig Martinson, who wrote and performed our awesome theme song. Jason O'Keefe for our rad new artwork. And all you kids at home who've ever planted a tree or flower or plant of any kind and helped it to grow. Until we meet again, keep wondering.